0: one settled, one unsettled. At last Jane is engaged. It just had to happen. Though she tries to deny that she is in danger of falling for him again, and claims to be content to call him an amiable acquaintance, it is clear to Elizabeth that she protests too much. Elizabeth always holds out hope, and when he comes visiting, she is gratified to find confirmation of it in his behavior. Whatever Jane's weaknesses of moral judgment by comparison to Elizabeth, she is so eminently likable and so well-suited to Bingley as a mate. So it was with great delight and relief that I read, quote, On opening the door, she perceived her sister and Bingley standing together over the hearth as if engaged in earnest conversation." and had this led to no suspicion, the faces of both, as they hastily turned round and moved away from each other, would have told it all. Their situation was awkward enough, but hers, she thought, was still worse. Not a syllable was uttered by either, and Elizabeth was on the point of going away again, when Bingley, who as well as the other had sat down, suddenly rose, and whispering a few words to her sister, ran out of the room. Jane could have no reserves from Elizabeth, where confidence would give pleasure, and instantly embracing her, acknowledged with the liveliest emotion that she was the happiest creature in the world. "'Tis too much,' she added, "'by far too much. I do not deserve it. Oh, why is not everybody as happy?' Unquote. This happy moment had been a long time coming." We, like Elizabeth, can smile at the rapidity and ease with which an affair was finally settled that had given them so many previous months of suspense and vexation. For Mrs. Bennet, this news comes as a windfall that erases even the dubious joy of Lydia's marriage to Wickham from her mind. But I'll save her reaction for a separate discussion so we can dwell on her foolishness one last time, before, after our next and last assignment, we close the book. Jane is settled, but Elizabeth seems more unsettled than ever. When Darcy departs after his first visit to Longbourn, we are told that Elizabeth walks out to recover her spirits, quote, or, in other words, to dwell without interruption on those subjects that must deaden them more, unquote. Elizabeth has always been a character of admirable composure and clear sense of self, but Darcy has her discombobulated. Now we see her obsessively ruminating, flip-flopping in her judgment, and failing to follow through on her resolutions. She wonders why he came, resolves to think no more of it, and keeps her promise only so long as she is distracted by her sister. I like to think the degree of her confusion is proportionate to the depth of her affection. She is so charmingly uneasy when Darcy comes again, hoping they will be brought together, attending to his every move, envying anyone who gets to speak to him, and then feeling silly for all of it. Is she indeed foolish to think his coming suggests he might renew his sentiments, or should we see his very presence as a sign of hope? I found myself as unsettled as she was, desperately wondering and wanting to know. All the tension surrounding the prospect is heightened when Lady Catherine comes. What is the source of the rumour that Darcy has made her an offer? Does her disapproval have any weight with him? What would happen if he were to defy her wishes? I can only echo the sentiments of Jane if I could but see Elizabeth as happy as she is.